Hello. Welcome back, everybody, to the 99% Healthy Podcast. I am Michelle, here with my co-host. Hello. What's your name? I'm Bobby. If you don't know yet. And we are here to give you healthy conversations. Are you ready for a healthy conversation, Bobby? Absolutely. All right. Episode 14. Episode 14. 14. Double digits are climbing. Yeah, they are. Uh, We're still on a mission to bring you guys 50 episodes in 2022. So I'm excited about that. Are you excited, Bobby? I'm very excited. We're we're keeping up a good pace. We are. And we've really made it a, a good habit to be recording weekly, and I'm really enjoying my time with you on the, in our little studio here. I know. I get the signal. Like, we record mostly on Sundays, and I'm sitting to have my coffee, and I get the, the when are we recording? What time? What time? What time are we what recording time? today? Give me time. So, <laughs> I need to get a time. We had been recording early evening, I think. We started with some early evening posts. Yeah, in the beginning, know? yeah. But So, now we're here midday, midday, right around noon. So, it's good. Yeah. Beautiful, sunny day. Beautiful. It, yeah. Good day for recording. Yeah. Well, we're inside. In a closet with no windows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to envision what it's like outside. Actually, I do have to go out later, so it's good. It's cold. It was like 12 degrees when we woke up this morning. Yeah, burr. Really cold. So I don't like winter. I'm ready for spring. Oh, I like winter, but it's okay. Yeah. So Mostly it, because I do I do snow sports. You so. do. You like the snow sports, and I don't. I'm like, please send me to the beach. I cannot wait. Uh, so what do you got? What do you what do you what do you got going on? What kind of healthy stuff did you do this week? Um, well, I'm trying to think. Well, I had my salads this week, so I've been been okay. I would like to say though that I've been like this was a recognition of like a little bit of like um, regressing from the. January mantra. So I only fasted, I think, three days this week. Oh, you're like like one of those New Year's resolutioners that I complain about all the time. Yeah. So you're but getting away I'm, from I'm, your healthy habits. But I'm recognizing that I need to go back to my healthy habits. So I'm going to reinvigorate my fasting, which is my favorite thing, as awesome. well as my calorie tracking. Hey, have you been keeping up with my habit chats on Facebook? I've seen a couple of them. I don't go on Facebook. I know you don't. So so I can talk about you a lot on there sometimes. I, and you, I, don't, you, can't, you can't. No, because I've like, I, you know the little red badge icon on the app when you have like notifications and stuff. Yeah. I turned that off for Facebook. I don't even know why I have Facebook on my phone. I don't go to it. But anyway, so I don't get notifications. That's such a great habit. Yeah. I just like no distractions. Actually, that's a really good thing to talk about is like really reducing the distractions on your phone and taking that time to turn off the notifications for all these apps you really don't need a notification for. I actually did that, and I don't get a lot of notifications at all. You know what, though? I noticed is that when you download an app on your phone, sometimes the notifications are already set that you're supposed to get, like, those banner pop-ups and, like, and whatever. So I need to manually go in there and turn that off because it's like the program setting. Oh, yeah. that's so, a, Those are defaults. So yeah. when you turn notifications on, you kind of get all of them. Yeah. So a it, it's a good habit to get into to turn those off because... Because otherwise, your phone is like dinging yeah. and blowing up all the time. Yeah. But I've but through osmosis, I've heard some of your your habit through, chats through osmosis. Osmosis, another with me sitting and drinking my coffee and you talking about your habits. So I've heard some of your chats. Yeah, guys. So if you are not up on what we're talking about. Through the month of February, I'm doing a series called Habit Chats, hashtag Habit Chats, and the feedback has been incredible just in the past six days. And so it's kind of like I didn't really know where I was going with this, and I... 
you know, when I get an idea in my head, I just run with it. I, I figure it out along the way. That's one of my habits. Uh, but every day in the month of February, I have been going live on my Facebook page. So you can follow me there, Michelle Trifoletti. And every morning, I bring you a daily habit slash reminder. Some of these things are things that I implement in my everyday life. And and some are things I've picked up along the way. And some are, are um things I've learned from other people, but they're little five-minute chats. I talk to you about the importance of these habits, and I follow it up with a cute little graphic that you can share with your friends. So through the month of February, I'm going to be doing it every day. We'll see what happens going from there. But the feedback has been incredible, and I just have so much fun with it. That's exciting. Yeah. You do. You have fun. You have a big smile on your face when you're doing that. I do. I have a big smile on my face now. It is. It's a lot of fun. I love getting the feedback from people who are like, wow, like that is such a simple thing that I didn't even think about. And so um, I realized I have a lot of good habits, and I didn't give myself enough credit for them. So I want to be able to share those with people. Yeah. So the other thing I've, I have been doing is continuing to make better, you know, food choices. Yeah. So I've been really enjoying my uh, my salads. I've been having this Thai chicken salad. I know. It's you been, keep talking about that good. Thai chicken salad. So, yeah. So that's my habits. I'm, I'm so we them. cook a lot from scratch, as you guys know, if you've been listening in the past. Who this cooks morning, a lot from scratch? Bobby cooks a lot from scratch. <laughs> Um, and I, Michelle makes soup. I, I make soup. I like soup. Anything in one pot, I can do. It's easy. Good soup. Good soup. I didn't know what that was from. Do you guys know that good soup? I didn't know what that was from. I had to ask you why. Every time I eat soup, he says, good soup. Why? It's a line that went went viral on TikTok. The original source is Adam Driver delivering the line in a, in a movie or TV show. Do Adam you- Driver being the... Um, uh, oh, what was this character in Star Wars? Why am I drawing a blind? I have no idea. You know, I'm terrible with actors and actresses. And, oh, I'm losing and geek cred right now. But anyway. What, we should Google it. Good soup. I don't know. I don't. What you, So it's from a movie or a TV show. I think it's Netflix. So, what so is that, explain what is, to me what, what happened. What's in, the category? I, I don't, we'll look it up. Explain to me what happens in the TikTok when people use this. Like, what is the context? Of I don't know the original. Soup? I don't know the original usage. Of the audio on TikTok, is it people? No, is it people eating it. soup? Like how are how is it? It could being be used? yes, it could be. It could also just be also being re- repurposed for describing anything that is good. So therefore, it's good soup. Oh, anything that's good can be good soup. I guess it's not just soup. It's I'm putting you on this. It's like pushing pay. <laughs> people, people don't know what that is no, either. People like have no clue. I actually heard Alex. Our son Alex say push and pee yesterday, and I was like, "What does that mean? Can you go ahead and say what that is? Because I'm sure somebody here is like, "What? Right? Push and pee? Yeah. So there's a there's a rap artist who has this line in his music, and he was on a radio show. I think it was in Atlanta, explaining you know his music and his and his and his um, you know lyrics, and pushing pee is just like this general um, statement for things are good. Uh, it's a good day. You're waking up. You're going to work and making that money. You're pushing pay. You had making the a, cheddar. You had a great. You had a great. Um, uh, you had a great. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, you had a great meal, right? You really push good food. Push and pay, right? So it's a. This Why did they have to pick that of, letter? Why couldn't you pick any other letter except just, for P? Because it, it really, what it sounds like to me is, I got to go to the bathroom. Well, that's what it sounds like. I would have to presume that it just it connected with the rap lyrics he was writing so rhyming purposes okay so uh, i'll give him right. that but does anybody else alliteration is, is anyone else with me like push and pee like that mean that to me sounds like hey i need i need to use the restroom 
Like, that's what it sounds like to me. Anyway, uh, okay, so we digress over here. So Tuesday is my birthday. Oh, Tuesday is my birthday. So I I love February is Michelle's birthday month. February is my birthday month. I like to celebrate my birthday month. You know, a couple years ago, someone told me. We've been celebrating for six days already. We we have been every day. We should celebrate every day anyway. Uh, Do you know someone told me a couple years ago that I was foolish for celebrating my birthday? I think that I was like only celebrating it for the week. And my friend was like, why? It should only be a day. What? I think you should celebrate your birthday however long you want it to celebrate. I I, I agree with you. I, I always feel but, bad. I mean, not everybody's going to celebrate at the every single day of the month or week, however I, you wish well, it. I but you're feel, welcome to celebrate yourself as long as you want. I feel bad for the people who um, have a birthday that falls on, like, Christmas or, like, my sister's birthday is on Valentine's Day. Oh, so it's like a shared, yeah. right? They're sharing with some other a simultaneous event. Yeah. I always feel bad for, for those people. But, yeah. you know, I guess they don't know. They don't know any different. Uh, but my birthday month, I, we, I actually share my birthday month with our twins. So there's three of us in our family who have a February birthday. But theirs is at the very, very end of the month. So um, I feel like I get the whole month to myself. <laughs> I do. Just because your birthday's in the beginning of the month, you've declared the entire month yourself. And then you've given your kids the last couple of days of the month and that's it. No, they only get the, they only get the, the last day the- of the month. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, I'm getting old and I wanted to talk today about things because we are getting old and Oh, is this the topic? This is the topic. And our our demographic Yeah, you don't know the topic. I, our demographic. So every week I get like updates on how the our podcast is performing and um you know, what the statistics are, how many down- downloads, all of that, which has been amazing. And if you guys are not sharing the 99% Healthy Podcast with your friends, please do us that big favor and share it with your friends so we can continue to grow. The growth has been amazing. Like, I'm I'm blown away when I get these stats in my email every week. It's so exciting. Um, but the, one of the big demographics is that the people who listen to our podcast, they're our age, I guess, because they can relate. And, you know, it's that category, that demographic. A podcast listening age. So they, I guess. you know, they're some, maybe they're commuters, they're drivers, they're doing independent things. So they're, their podcasts are part of their thing to do. Well, they fall into our age graphic yeah. or our, our age demographic. So when I see those numbers, I'm like, good. Like, I feel like I'm talking to my people. I mean, I want to talk to everybody, but I thought that this episode we could talk about um, how we're feeling old. And age is just a number, right? Sure. So... I don't know. How old are you, Bobby? My 40s. You have to think about it, don't you? That is the first sign of being old. Well, so no, I don't have to think about it. But so you know how you buy a product, whether it's in a store or online, and you're always getting a survey. Yes. Surveys are the new other annoyance with, with buying anything. And many of the surveys are focused on like customer service. But anyway, you get to the end of the survey and what do you have to do? You got to select your age. You got to select an age range. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So no more scary is going to the age age range of any online thing. And then you're like, which category am I going to be in? Right. Am I lumped in with the 30 year olds? Or worse, am I shifted up to the 50-year-olds? Right. Like, I don't want that ish. No way. Right. 
So it, it's true, right? and it and it depends on how it's broken up too. Correct. Like, like Correct. some, it's like like random. Like it'll be like some could be like like twelve year increments, fifteen year increments. Yeah. Some could be five year increments. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I guess you have to take away from that. However, you're you want to. Yeah. So there's 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 one reminder of your of your getting a little bit older. Well. So did you really, when you when I just asked you that question, did you have to stop and think about how old you are? No. I just did, was stopping to think, uh, let's just give a generic because response. I, I feel like something happens when you hit your 40s that, like, all of a sudden you have to, like, start doing the math. Like, how old am I? Like, I know I was born in this year, but how old does that make me? No, wait. Did I turn that age last year? Like, tell me that hasn't happened to you. Yeah, of course it happened. So – to to really appreciate like what what forty year old means, my daughter said this to me. She goes, "Your you know, daughter or our daughter? Our daughter." <laughs> just just make it. Did sure. I say my daughter? You said your. Daughter. Yeah, she's my daughter. In this she's case. also okay. Well, we'll see where this conversation is, and we'll decide if she's your daughter or my daughter. Well, no, or our she, daughter. So she goes, she goes the um. What did she say to me? She's like the. The 60s are as long ago to us when we were kids as, like, the 2000s are the, to, to our kids. Yeah. That's scary because, right? to me, I feel like the 2000s was, like, five years ago. Right. So we were, like, you know, kids in the mid-80s, yeah. young kids yeah. in the mid-80s. And only 20 years before that was the mid-60s. So we think about what the mid-60s were, music and culture. Yeah. And then in the 80s, we were just, oh, okay, well, we're just – it's the 80s. Ha ha. Yeah. And, you know, hair bands and – um you know, electronic music and all the stuff that came in the 80s and then the 90s, right? Yeah. Right? And then 70s. Oh, 70s was classic rock. That was not too long ago. I love that. Right? Do you know what else? But can I interrupt for one no, second? No, you can't. I'm not done. All right, because, go ahead. Because like, like 2000. I'm holding this thought on my finger. Like okay, 2000s go. Is, is what that is to, to our kids. Yeah. Right? Which I don't is, even, I don't even think of 2000s as music that was old. No, I still listen to that music so, on my car. In anyway. My like, I, I like Do you want to feel pop. old? Think about how long ago 60s music is today. It's the equivalent of like twenties music to our or forties forties music to, to our to us to, yeah when we were which I happen to love also right. I love big band so. music I was my, my parents listened to that when I was growing up because that's what their parents listened to the and, oldie station was 50s, 60s, and seventies and here's the thought I was holding All on right. my finger what's your what's your thought and you guys can't see me but I hold thoughts on my fingers I'll have to do a Facebook video about that um, so our son Alex listens to those seventies station like the 70s music that that I love and every once in a while like I'll walk past his bedroom and I'll hear him listening to like you know Billy Joel or um I don't know what what he was listening to the other day and I was like oh my gosh like I have well, I think a mix of 80s I've music succeeded. too yeah absolutely I've succeeded as a parent like he's listening to my kind of music and I love all kinds of music but um I feel especially drawn to 70s music probably because that's what my parents had in the house growing up when I was a kid Oh, um, yeah. I don't know. What did you listen to growing up? Oh, it varied greatly. You know, my mom had, you know, music. She always had the, you know, the the classic station on like the 70s and 80s music. Yeah. Like adult contemporary, you know, light rock would be this. My dad had a little bit older music. We had a running rotation of c- cassettes in his car. He had a cassette player in his car. It was Beach Boy, Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, such good uh, stuff. Stuff like that. I'm trying to think what else we might have listened to. Good stuff. 
Yeah. Good stuff. So speaking of cassettes, a couple weeks ago I pulled out a, a Walkman and my kids were like, what is that? Right. And I actually made a Facebook post about oh, it. Oh, boy, explain them trying to operate it. They they didn't understand. They were like, "What what is this? And I had to explain, like, things that are were – that are common knowledge to us about right. how like a tape has a cassette tape has two sides. Like there's two sides and you flip it over and you go to the other side and you can rewind it and you can fast forward. This was a foreign concept to them. They didn't understand like there were two sides to it and where is the music and how how does this work? In fact, Alex actually thought it was a camera. He oh. <laughs> he called to me from the other room. He picked it up and he was looking. He was examining it. Now he's like our engineer kid, right? right. Like he's our our sciencey kid. And he was like, "Can you can you take a picture with this?" And here, when he asked me that question, I thought he meant like he was going to hold it up and I was going to take his oh, photograph but, of him holding this Walkman. But he meant, use it but to he take meant a picture. to actually like use it. And then he goes, "Well, where do you like? What do you look out of?" And I was like, "Oh, sweetie, that's not a camera. It's a Walkman." <laughs> so. Then I felt really, really old. But having to explain that to the kids, that was that was really interesting. Um, do you forget things now that you're old? Because I feel like I'm starting to forget things. Um, I think sometimes there's things I forget, but those are things that I've not put enough effort into actually remembering. Because I would, I would definitely say that with the advances of technology, we don't have to remember as much. We can always look it back up. Right, we like phone that, numbers. Didn't have that luxury back in the day. You had to memorize things. And right? when we were kids. You memorized your best friend's phone numbers. Yeah. Some of them I still have memorized. Right. Yeah. You would memorize a phone number. Now, like, I don't even know anybody's phone number because it's all, it's stored in my phone, which can be not a good thing, I guess. I guess. It was just our our brains then use that space for other activities. So I, I, not a bad thing. It's just a different thing. Yeah, it's but it's just a sign of getting old, I guess. You have to keep up with technology, right. which is like here you're a tech guy, so like do you find it hard to keep up with technology now that you're getting older cuz like I feel like my dad always tried really hard to to keep up on technology. I think he would probably be, be lost if he were here now. Cuz it's evolving so quickly and I feel like maybe our brains aren't like equipped to move as quickly as technology is moving. What do you think about that? No, I think there's always peaks and valleys of of technology innovation. So I think one of the peaks of innovation was the, you know, release of the iPhone. And that was 2007. It wasn't the first smartphone, but it dawned a modern era where we we were still using to this day the number one device that people have around the world is is a smartphone. Yeah, and so smartphones are here to stay. That's a big deal. And then uh what else what I was going to say? Oh, the did you forget? I did. I forgot. <laughs> you forgot the what thought. you were going to oh, say. Oh, electric vehicles. Oh, yeah. I think the next transition into, um, you know, the next major technological leap that will be a mass consumer product is going to be electric vehicles, electric mobility. And it's going to be multifaceted. I think it's going to be, be car replacement, regular gas car replacements. And I think it's going to be electric bicycles. And electric really? scooters. Electric bicycles. I would – well, yeah. so like that's not going to really encourage physical movement. You mean the bike's just going to take you. You're going to sit there and the bike's going to take you. No. Think of it more as like you're riding a, a electric scooter or a bicycle. I think the battery technology is going to come down in price with volumes and technology improvements. And it has a very valuable mode of communication – I'm sorry, mode of transportation I knew what for you meant. – you know, urban environments where if we think about the congestions that city and city traffic has, 
if you were to replace you know just small numbers 15 20 30% of car traffic with smaller electric vehicle traffic that could be a pretty big change in the way we design roads and cities that's really fascinating to think right. about that well I, you kind of already see it happening in some cities where they have like these bikes you can like pick up a bike and you know ride it to wherever you want to go and then leave the bike and somebody else will bike come lanes up. and bike transportation is huge it's been huge in in european countries for a long time now I think that's going to continue to progress. I really do hope that they that that really does make a comeback because I think physical, um, just being physical in general is it's it's not a thing that people do anymore. You you just sent me an article the other day about um, you know physical activity and how physical activity is down more than ever. People are not physically active at all, and that's why we are aging faster, and that's why we are getting ill, and that's why we are making ourselves. Um, susceptible to illnesses and disease, and we're not taking care of ourselves. And not to mention, we're we're eating like poorly. So we're aging ourselves, I guess, is what I'm getting at. So I really do hope that those those physical opportunities make themselves more present going forward. Yeah, I think there'll be new activities, new physical activities, and things to do as time progresses. So let's talk for a second about napping. Do you ever feel like you need a nap? Because that's like a sign of being old. No, I don't. No, I don't either. I'm not a napper. I just said this to a friend the other day. I'm like, I I was kind of always jealous of the people that could nap. I can't nap. I'm actively anti-nap. Are you? Oh. What does that mean? Like you are against the nap. You're against napping. Against napping. Did you know that um, for those of you who do nap, um, there is like a specific, and I can't remember what the number is. I think it's like 27 minutes or something, but there's like a specific like number. Like a magic number where the nap is like yeah, sufficient. Like but where then- the nap will do you good and then anything after that is just going to harm you. Um, and anything less than that is not really helping you. So there's like a magic number. It's like I mean, 27, I think. I mean, the only time I felt that I needed a nap was if I didn't get enough sleep that night for some other reason. Yeah. And that was kind of like to make up from poor sleep. Yeah. But I do try, as we've talked previously, to be really good about getting the right amount of sleep that I don't feel that I need a nap. Now, I will say, though, there are days, you know, we all have variability where maybe I didn't get the best sleep that night, even though I got, you know, the right amount of hours, where I may feel I want like a cup of coffee just to give me a little bit of boost to get through the end of the day. Well, who doesn't love a coffee drink in the afternoon? I do. But never – Am I like, oh, a nap is the solution to this? No, tiredness. me either. I'm I guess I'm pretty much anti nap also. I think I have to agree with you on that. Like I might like go to bed earlier if I'm feeling a little tired, but for the most part, we're pretty good sleepers. We have pretty good sleeping habits. Um so you know, I, I've never really needed a nap. Maybe when I was pregnant, I probably was a little bit more tired than usual, but I can't I could probably count on like one hand the number of times I've like tried to take a nap in my life. They just don't work for me. No. And I'd suggest that if you're feeling like you need a nap later, you know, in the day, I call it the mid-afternoon sleepies or the afternoon after lunch sleepies, then it's probably a signal for you to move your body, to be active. Yeah. So to tie back in with the lack of act- activity, I would say that if your instinct is to nap, that that actually may be the opposite of what you really need. Yeah. Where it's, you know, maybe you should go for a, a short walk, a brisk walk. I love uh, that. Stand up. So one of the things that I had before the pandemic in my office was a standing desk. And I felt that the standing desk desk kept me more active, more actively active, if that makes sense to folks, than just sitting. And so since we've been back to the office 
um, I'd say in the past year for me, that I've been sitting at a desk and I haven't set up my standing desk. So wait, you still have the standing desk? You just aren't using it? Or are you... I, I changed offices, so I never bothered oh, you're in a different getting office. one and, and setting it up in my new office. Those standing desks are a game changer for a lot of people. How about like treadmill desks? Some people have like treadmill desks. Yeah, I'm not so sure that, that that's necessary. I feel that if you need to walk around, you should take a break and walk. Yeah. So, but, but standing at a desk is way better than sitting. We know that sitting and sedentary lifestyles are, are not good. Yeah, they say like sitting is like worse than smoking. Yeah, like it's it pretty bad. takes years off of your life. So it's so important. Yeah, I do to be way active. too much sitting. Yeah, it's important. When I'm on a phone call, I even sometimes will just pace in my office. Just pace back and forth. I, my carpet has like a like a pattern on it and I like follow the pattern and I just pace back and forth rather than sit. That's why I like taking phone calls with AirPods or earbuds because then that frees your hands to move around and you can walk. You put the phone in your pocket, you have your conversation for that phone call. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I like that. Yeah. We're old because remember when (laughs) phones used to have cords and we used to like – you see like TV shows now of like kids like in the pantry on the the corded phone like hiding from the family. Because I was bougie. And I only had cordless phones. We had cordless phones, too, in our house. Yes. We had a couple of corded phones. Cordless. but I was the first person with a cordless phone. I, did I ask for it or did I buy it? You know, my desire for technology spans decades, right? Because, I mean, I had a computer in the early 80s. Cause this is how I go. But I remember in my house having the first cordless phone. And I can't remember if it's something like that that I bought or asked for a gift. But needless to say, the cordless phone base was in my room. And we'd have the cordless phone all around the house whenever and we needed it. It was gigantic, right? It was. I remember it vividly. It was like Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. Do you remember? It wasn't that deep. It wasn't that deep. No. It was. It was. It was. It was wide. I would say about as wide as a modern uh, smartphone. But it was probably you know a good inch and a half, two inches thick, and just as long as your face yeah. because it mimicked a regular phone receiver. Right. And it had a giant antenna. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the antennas weren't very durable. So the antennas would kind of degrade over time and with use. And you'd have to buy replacement antennas and they would just screw right in. Oh, Oh my gosh. I remember all of those like first world problems back in the 80s. It was an AT&T branded cordless phone. That's so funny. Yeah. So like if somebody wants to Google, you know, uh, AT&T cordless phone, late 80s, that that would be it. I'm going to go find one. I'm going to put it on our Insta. Pretty sure it was late 80s. Maybe I, early I, 90s. I remember our first cordless phone, and I, I, I remember it was, like, chunky, and it was curved to my face. Like, it was – well, I was a young kid, too, so it was, yeah. like, as big as my head. And it had the the flimsy antenna. Yeah. And if you left that antenna up and you, like, put the phone down on the couch when you were done talking and someone came and sat on it, forget it. Oh, the antenna telescoping was antennas. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I was thinking of the, the spring antennas that were flexible. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. We had some other – I think we actually bought a replacement one that you, like, screw on. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's what old. I'm talking about. Absolutely. But we're then you old. remember when cordless phones became kind of commodities and then you used to be able to buy a giant pack at, like – We had that. Best Buy or uh, whatchamacallit, like a warehouse club store and get, like, four phones with one base station. And do you remember what base stations had that people don't really use today? No. They had answering machines. You remember oh answering machines? Yeah, I do remember answering machines. They started with the little micro cassette yeah. record, and they would record it on a tape. Yeah. And then they got really fancy, and they had them, like, digital. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, there was nothing like coming home after being out and, like, like how defeating was it when there was, like, no messages on your answering machine? 
But when you back had, in a time when people left messages, that yeah. was like you did that. Yeah. I don't leave voicemails now. Even I don't even think I have my voicemail set up on my on my phone. Oh, my voicemail basically says Oh no, uh, I'll tell you what yours says. It has like it's like Batman. No, 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 I changed it. Oh, okay. It still says season greetings, but basically it says uh if you want to get me, text me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't answer voicemails. I don't listen to voicemails. I mean, thank goodness for digital voicemail or else I wouldn't like ever see anything because nine times out of ten it's just junk or spam. Um but I feel bad because just last week a friend contacted me. She sent me a text and she said I tried to call you, and she's and I said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, I missed your call for whatever reason. Here's technology. My my phone doesn't ring. I don't know why, and I have to fix the settings. And it was in do not disturb mode. I missed the phone call. She said she left me a voicemail. I didn't check the. I don't ever check the voicemail. So PSA, if you're my friend, don't leave me a voicemail because I won't ever hear it. It's not that I'm ignoring you. I just don't listen to my voicemail. But what how much like times have changed. I I loved coming home on a Friday night and having like the blinking light on the answering machine that was like, you have six new messages. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I have friends. But like who could have called me because I was out with my friends. But yeah, so funny. We're old. Yeah. So anyway, that's my old story. I wonder how our, our kids would respond to like having an answering machine. Like, they probably wouldn't even know what to do with it. Like, they rarely. What? Like, not they only. They really call each other in the context No, because they of the can actually, call. like, see where their friends are and what they are doing and what radius they are around them. Like, they. Well, they send a text for, you know, that communication need. But then if there's, you know, a greater need for voice chat, they have other tools for that. You know, if you're playing a game, they'll do something in Discord. If they're. Um, in some sort of other social group, they'll use a group messaging in like Instagram or something. They use different apps. Yeah. So it's, it's just different. Being a kid. Face, even FaceTime. Being Kids a kid even use FaceTime. is just way different yeah. than it was for us. I kind of, I'm really glad that I'm not a kid right now because, man. Every every parent said that about the, every, the every kids generation. being different. So it's just a different. Every, every generation. It's just different stuff at a different time. <laughs> That's interesting. Here's another one. Choosing clothes for shoes and comfort rather than style. Do you find yourself doing that now that we're getting older? I've done that almost my whole life. Yeah, you I have. mean, even if it was stylish, I always chose comfort because, I don't know, maybe it's a guy thing, but it was always something that was comfortable. Except when your mom picked your clothes and you wore corduroys. I didn't even dislike that. Really? Yeah. So, like, based, here's a great way, example. So, I have this constant debate with the kids because comfortable for me is wearing a pair of jeans. I'm in jeans right now. Jeans are not comfortable. People, are you with me? So guys, jeans, jeans are, are super comfortable. comfortable. They're so binding. I have so many jeans. I love my jeans. I have Levi's. I have, I just bought some Kirkland jeans to give those a try. Now you're old. You're buying your jeans at Costco. I don't care. That means They're you're still, old. It's still denim. Denim is denim. I don't care how it's stitched together. I don't care what labels on it. Okay. So there you go. I'm old. I don't care about the the labels and stuff like that. Well, I I have to tend to agree with you because I dress for comfort way more. And I don't I think some of this may have been forced because of the pandemic. Um I just really started to value my sweatpants a lot more than I ever did before. And you know, I worked in the fitness industry for, you know, the past decade or oh, so. Yeah. And so Athleisure, I was leggings. Yeah, that usually was part of my oversized um, sweatshirts. Yeah, that was part of my my um the way I dressed anyway, part of my, my wardrobe, but I've come to appreciate it a lot more now that I'm older because I just want to be comfortable all the time. And, you know, I, I have to say, you know, we, we joke a lot about, you know, 
going to Walmart and seeing people in their in their pajamas, bottoms or whatever. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. <laughs> no, it's kind of normal. I, I just I appreciate it. I appreciate pajamas. And the more I can be in sweatpants or pajamas or joggers, the better. Now, I think there's a way you can you can dress it up and make it look, you know, a little more sophisticated. You don't have to look like you just rolled out of bed. But um, I just have such much more appreciation now that I'm older for comfort clothing and leisure wear than I used to. Remember those jumpsuits in the 80s? I've got... Um, like the nylon yeah. shiny ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like they, we, we used to call them swooshy pants because they like made a noise when you walked. It was like swoosh, swoosh, swoosh. That, yeah. I guess, was considered like comfort back then, right? Yeah. I think the fabrics are significantly more advanced today. So you don't appreciate that even though we're wearing, you know, similar and concept. Only, only old people would talk about the appreciation of the fabric content. Yeah. Of it. So we're old. This conversation just keeps getting deeper and deeper oh, to how old we are. Progression of nylon rayon. And now we got various polyester blends and weaves. And no, I never paid attention to it's any of that. I never I'm a nerd. It. Yeah. Well, these are the things that we right. have to pay attention to and why these are the things we need to learn. And these right. are the reasons why we can't remember people's names because <laughs> because we have to learn about polyester blends and we have to learn how that affects us. I just, or maybe that's just me. No, it's not just you okay. because being an adult is tricky because you have to like so you have to start paying attention to things like that. I bought a new sofa and, you know, I had to pay attention to the blend of the the. Um, you know, the, the fabrics and stuff. Like, these are things that you never thought you were going to need to know as a kid, and then you become an adult, and that's why our brains are so clogged with information. And we yeah. can't remember the stuff that we need to remember. Do you agree with that? I don't know. I don't have a good answer there. <laughs> I don't know. So, guys, we want to hear how you discovered that you were becoming old, and we know we are talking to you because that's our, our demographic. I want the funny stories, too, though. I do, too. Yeah, I, I want some funny, funny, oh, I realized I was old when. yeah. We should make a hashtag. That should be it. It should be like, I, w I realized I was old when. Yeah. Maybe right. we should hashtag that and put it out there to people. I realized I was old when. And tell us when you realized that you were old or maybe it's something, you know, you caught yourself telling your kids. Oh, it has to be like, I said something that my parents said to me. Oh, like yeah. one of those. Yeah. But be specific. We want to hear the we want to hear the funny ones. Yes. Come to 99% healthy. That's two nines percent, the word percent healthy.com and click on the tell Michelle tab. That's going to give you an opportunity to leave us a little message and feedback. We want to know what you thought about this episode today. We want to hear your stories. Hey, I really want to hear your stories and your voice. So yeah, let's also me, visit anchor.fm slash 99% healthy. Say it again. Anchor.fm slash 99% healthy. And click on that leave a message link. Yeah. You leave us a voice message. Yes, tell us your voice message. We want to hear when you were old, like when you discovered that you were old. And hey, before we wrap things up, Bobby, I want to. And so because you may be old and you'll forget to do that <laughs> when you're done listening to this podcast, <laughs> I think you should ask your digital assistant, maybe the A name or the S name, to remind you. If you can figure out how to do that. Or maybe yeah. ask your kids to Ooh, show you. I could be mean and do it for them. No, don't. Oh, okay, do. That could be mean and do it. Just go ahead and do it, Bobby. See, hey, Siri, remind me in two hours to message 99% healthy. Alexa. I have no idea if that's going to work. Alexa, remind me to message 99% healthy. Okay, we did it. That was We just did you a favor. You know, we just had a whole bunch of 
series and Alexa's going on. Now we got some un- unfollows, unsubscribes. <laughs> so before we wrap things up, Bobby, I want to tell everybody about the amazing pancakes that you made this morning. And I like to end the show with a little kitchen hack. And so a couple weeks ago, uh, one of our kids had some friends stay over for the night and we wanted to feed his friends for breakfast the next morning and we didn't have any eggs. And so we had to get creative. But Bobby found this amazing pancake recipe that is eggless. And we don't have egg allergies here in our home. But um, for those of you that maybe do or have an egg sensitivity, we would love to share that awesome egg eggless recipe. Oh, we should put that in the show notes. I'm going to put it in the show notes. But tell them what the magic ingredient was. Just fluffy. It's a fluffy egg, um, fluffy eggless pancake recipe. It's straightforward and simple, but it's got flour, baking soda, baking powder, uh, salt, sugar. Uh, You can use milk or you can substitute um, buttermilk. Uh, vinegar, 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 the magic ingredient. Yeah. It's so it's so like like underused. Yeah. So, oh, and 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 shredded butter. Why shredded? Whole shredded butter in there. Why shredded? So the butter um, shredded, kind of like you're making a biscuit, melts during cooking and flavors it from the inside out. Really? Yes. That is fascinating. Yes. Can you put vanilla in there too? Because I add vanilla. You can always everything. do a little bit of, of custom modifications. So you want to add a little, you know, add a teaspoon or two of um, vanilla. Cinnamon. You can put a couple sprinkles of cinnamon on there if you're interested in it. Or if you're even super awesome, you can sprinkle some chocolate chips on top during the baking it. process. Make yourself some chocolate chip pancakes. Uh, healthier option, you can make yourself some blueberry pancakes. There you go. All viable solutions there. I love it. Well, but anyway, the fluffy recipe was great. It was like – it's such a good recipe that it is now my default go-to on making homemade pancake so recipe. So I was excited. Now, I can't eat pancakes in the morning especially because they just give me a tummy ache. But um, see, I'm old. I said tummy ache. So um, I I made the kids save me one today. And you made – they were you're, they were small. You made them small, but they're super fluffy. And I put a picture of them on my Insta, my personal Insta, and on my Facebook story today. But I forgot to mention that they were eggless because they were just so pretty looking that I had to take a picture of them. But we will put the recipe in the show notes, and we would love for you guys to try it. So that's our little hack for today. I'm excited to share that with you because who would have known we would have discovered that just because we didn't have eggs when we wanted to make pancakes one day. So that's pretty awesome. So I'm looking forward to this week, birthday week. My birthday's on Tuesday. So thank you guys for celebrating with me. Make sure you go check out those habit chats on my Facebook page every morning. I'll be live. Um, Check it on the replay and check in and uh, give me some love there to help me celebrate my birthday. And I've got a very special announcement on Tuesday for my birthday. I do have a gift to give to one lucky person. So make sure you come and show me the love. Bobby, anything else you want to add today? No, that's a great podcast. This good was, job. This was You're a, awesome. This was, a good, this was a good one this week. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. We so appreciate your support. Don't forget to come give us some feedback and drop us five stars on Apple Podcasts so that we can continue to grow. We so appreciate you. Have a fabulous week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the 99% Healthy Podcast. 